0: Our guest has done a really powerful video we'll tell you about, and we've only got him for about two and a half segments. Uh, We'll get him back for longer. E. Michael Jones, Dr. E. Michael Jones. You can also talk about the ADL. They persecuted him. They want a big bailout uh, as well now taxpayer money to police everybody and censor the Internet. Amazing. Meanwhile, uh, Pelosi just delayed the coronavirus relief bill until a few more days. Uh, These people are openly trying to sabotage everything. Okay, E. Michael Jones joins us uh, to get into the waterfront here. He sent me a lot of uh, points that he could get into here. Is it a bioweapon? Disproportionate response taken by governments. Lockdowns, quarantines, National Guard. Never let a good crisis go to waste. And so much more. Well, now it's all happened. And as of today, the Democrats say they're gonna hold the states they control hostage and the cities they control hostage and say that Trump's not doing a good job when he tries to lift this garbage they initiated. So this really is the new civil war, but it's done by the bureaucracy and a consortium of foreign companies and the CHICOMs in my views. Uh, So doctor, professor, thanks for coming on with us uh, and uh, lay it all out for us.
1: Well, I think that I I agree with you. I think that uh, there is good evidence to believe that the uh, COVID-19 is a bioweapon. First of all, uh, we've had uh, uh, the exposure of certain groups in the country who uh, have been involved in espionage in collaboration with the Chinese. Uh, One of them is the uh, chairman of the chemistry department at Harvard, Dr. Charles Lieber, who was arrested just as this uh, virus started to take off here. Uh, He was collaborating with Wuhan, and In terms of uh, his students, his students, it turns out, were uh, claiming to be students, but they were uh, members of the Chinese military. And one of them was arrested in uh, Logan Airport, boarding a plane for China, uh, and he had 28 vials of what they're calling biological material in his socks. Now, uh, the people in Wuhan that they're collaborating with have been known to be working with coronavirus. The uh, Dr. Zhang has received grants from the United States of America, from USAID, and other organizations to work on basically the genetic manipulation of uh, coronavirus by adding bat DNA to it to make it more toxic. So the the weapon. uh, Also, in addition to this, uh, Francis Boyle, who was the uh, man who wrote up the anti-bio weapon protocol in the 1970s. Uh, also believes that it was a bioweapon, and he says that there has been uh, back and forth between Winnipeg, their uh, level four biolab, and Wuhan as well. So the indication is that it is a bioweapon. At this point, the question is, well, if they're shipping it in their socks, uh, the chances are it may be released accidentally. Uh, That's a possibility. Okay, the Chinese government, however, is saying that it was a biological warfare attack by the United States Exactly, and when
0: Trump says that's not true, our media all attacks him because they're not our media. But regardless, you agree with Senator Hawley that sh- China should have some repercussions for this, for their bioweapons labs, for the fact the last four pandemics, bird flu, SARS, uh, swine flu, and now COVID-19 all come out of their loins.
1: Well, the the the, the, pro- the problem here is that we've got criminal activity going on here. I mean, obviously, if the guy was the chairman of the chemistry department is arrested, that's criminal activity. The FBI is involved in this thing, but the question is, what what's what exactly is going on? And this is, I think, well, we know Trump is
0: rolling up the international Chinese networks that I said he was three years ago. Now confirmed this year. And I think this is a weapon they launched to cover up Taiwan, cover up domestic problems, and then work with the deep state to then flood us with it, to then use it against Trump in the recovery.
1: Well, I think that's what we have to think through right now, because I think there are a number of uh, possible scenarios here. Okay, I think we have to accept that there is a possible scenario that the United States could have launched a bioweapon against China. I think that's a possible scenario. I'm not saying Donald Trump did it. I'm saying that there have been groups in the United States ever since the creation of the CIA that have basically functioned as rogue elements, conducting a foreign policy. Sure, there's a lot of different factions without oversight, without any uh, any type of oversight. So the question is: uh, This is the thing that's just occurring to me now is if the Chinese government is saying that this was a weapon and that they have the right to respond. Maybe they have responded. This is what occurred to me. Maybe New York was a response to uh, a a bioweapon launched by China. Maybe that's what China did in New York. I mean, this is all speculation at this point, but we're getting now to the problem of bioweapons, okay? First of all, how do you know that they've been released? Now, it's great if you want to have a stealth attack on your enemy. That's great. No one will know. Your fingerprints aren't on it. But what if the your enemy retacks with another stealth attack on you. What do you do then? That's I think that's precisely what we need to talk about. Uh, exactly, because I think this, the president this, this should be. This is why, this is why, this is why governments do not, uh, responsible governments do not produce bioweapons. First of all, there's a lot of pr- problem of blowback. If you're on a battlefield and you
0: blow it in the one direction, sure, that goes back to World War one. The Stay changes, right there. It'll blow back on you and it'll take out your own troops. All right, Dr. Jones, we got to go to break here. You can't run from the New World Order. Now you're learning that. It's coming for you. You've got to meet it head on because this is an intellectual and spiritual fight. You can't by increment appease it. You've seen where appeasement's brought us. We're now under martial law in all blue cities, and they won 18 months, a total shutdown, the end of our republic as we know it. This is as a critical a moment as July 4th, 1776. If Trump and we together can navigate this, like the Russians have done, and at least partially get the globalists off our back, I just got chills, Donald Trump will go down in history as as great a man as George Washington or greater. Because the psychological warfare he faces and being surrounded by traitors is something even Washington didn't have to face. Washington had to have long-term physical courage and leadership and stamina And Trump has not yet eclipsed the founder. But I'm telling you, this is not about kissing Trump's butt. If he can actually carry this out and we can help him, this is legend you're witnessing. But there's a good chance, and I don't want to demoralize people, but we're on the edge of a cliff here driving 100 miles an hour. So we better stay on the road and get in that zen-focused mode and get really active and aggressive politically and in their face with the reality of what's going on you don't just think all this came out of nowhere right when the globalists failed their last coup. This is coup attempt three. Going back to E. Michael Jones, Dr. Jones. I'm going to go over his whole background. A lot of folks know who he is. We'll also put his uh, website up on screen. Looking at the providence of this is critical. Notice they're trying to change the providence to America and blame it on us and say we're the epicenter and Chinese students are fleeing here. That's a psyop. Let's continue to walk down this road and what else you think is most critical?
1: Well, I think whatever it is, uh, it's different than the the excuse that's going to be used to impose other uh, measures on the entire world. And I think the best place where we can see that, uh, the intention of the oligarchs and the results is France. Now, since 19, uh, I'm sorry, since 2018, There had been riots on the streets of all of France, and in Paris in particular, by a group of people who are wearing yellow vests, and they're protesting the fact that the oligarchs tried to raise the gasoline tax on them to make uh, the ordinary people, the poor people who can least afford it, uh, pay off the debts that the the country has to the oligarchs, okay? They wouldn't take it, and Macron could not do anything to stop this, couldn't do it, and now suddenly he has the magic bullet, and basically, he, he's cleared the streets. There's no more yellow vest protest uh, because everybody now has to download a permission slip from the computer to tell, go for a walk. Now, this is a, at this point what you're seeing is the governments, the oligarchs showing their hand about the world that they are preparing for us. And what is that world like? Well, first of all, Uh, In Indiana, religious services have been banned. So you can't go to church, but Pornhub now is offering a premium subscription free of cost to the people of Italy and everyone who's stuck inside with quarantine. Now, there's a paradigm here, and I've talked about it before. It's what happened in Ramallah in 2002. Okay, the the IDF, the Israeli military, pulls into Ramallah uh, on the West Bank Uh, shuts it down. Everybody declares martial law. Everybody's got to stay in their house, because if you come outside, an Israeli sniper is going to shoot you from the roof of the hospital. And so what do you do? You turn on the television to find out what's going on, and it turns out it's pornography. The Israelis are broadcasting pornography 24-7 over the uh, uh, Palestinian TV stations. This is the world that they're preparing for us. This is well, that's in 1984
0: that was based on one of the head Fabian socialists, Eric Blair, George Arwell, pen name, who was in the higher-level meetings, how Stalin used pornography to demoralize the Russians and how the Fabian socialists were going to do that as well. Exactly. We're not—and again, it's not like, oh, porn, you know, we're these big, you know, uh, you, you know, super conservative people that can't handle it. It's meant to destroy families, destroy relationships— it destroys the the pleasure of real sex. It, it destroys families. It, it It is absolutely, makes you depressed. It makes men not be highly motivated. It screws up culture.
1: Yeah, pornography is a weapon. And it's now being, it's been used as a weapon for the past 50 years, and now it's the main weapon keeping people inside and disoriented when they now are forced there because of martial well, law. Well look, you know with boxers, they tell them a month
0: before a fight, do not have sex with your wife. Well, I mean, the average uh, uh, male now they say is is masturbating like five, six times a day. You're going to have zero drive if you're doing that. I mean, if you're married, having sex with your wife twice a day, you're not going to want to go out and do anything. This is, I mean, they know what they're doing.
1: Yeah, and this is this is part of the plan, and we're getting a preview now of the brave new world that they prepared for us because. Sexual liberation is a form of political control, and now they're imposing this on not quite as, as bad as what happened in Ramallah, but its we're heading in the same direction.
0: Well, it's a fact. If you want to be more productive, have less sex, and I'm not attacking sex in general. It's great in a marriage. It's wonderful, and it's magic. It's how we have children. But I'll tell you, uh, you know, if you want to get stuff done, you know, I, I just—they know what they're doing. They're scientific— so how many volumes of psychology do you think are written just in the West on sex? I mean, they all admit they're using it as a weapon.
1: Yes. There, uh, there's also uh, uh, scenarios that are being planned. The, the Rockefeller Foundation came up with a scenario uh, about what happens if the coronavirus takes place. Uh, and they praised. Oh, yeah, let's the talk Chinese- about that. The all
0: pre-programming, Event 201, Disease X at the UN. I mean, this is all scripted. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, it is. That's what they—that's what they pay the Rockefeller Foundation to do. They have scenario planning, and one of the scenarios they planned was, uh, what if a coronavirus breaks out? Uh, Bill Gates did the same thing in the in the uh, this past November. Uh, so it's and in by the way, they, uh, the Jones- what will happen? I think that the the government involvement in this is even more striking because we have Representative Burr from uh, North Carolina who basically sold all his stocks. He made a killing because he sold at the top of the market because he had insider information about uh, coronavirus, health matters, something like this. So it it seems to me that there's a it's clear that there's a plan. There's
0: no question. And Let me raise this to you. What about hundreds of top CEOs and others cashed out of all their stock three months ago before this began? And the media asked, why'd they do it? Because it was all set up and they knew it was coming.
1: Well, they knew something was coming. And the fact that the proof is that they sold at the top of the market. So the oligarchs have access to information that we don't have. And the coronavirus and the stock market crash took place at the same time. And it would be stupid not to think that there's some type of causal relationship between the two of them. So did the stock market, did the coronavirus cause the stock market to crash? Or was the coronavirus rolled out to disguise the fact that the stock market was going to crash and allow all these guys well, I think it, to I think it's out both. It was, was planned, planned from the, the beginning.
0: Market. It was planned from the beginning. But we actually know the CDC hired a record number of planners for a mass. Uh, viral quarantine in November, and the military tells me they were already told to gear up before that. So we actually know, sir, it's what you just said, both. They did the crash on purpose and released the the, the virus at the same time to be the smokescreen for the collapse, which would be actually a martial law consolidation that would then be used to drive uh, nationalists from office.
1: I think there's a plausible explanation, and I think that's it.
0: What else do you want to get into? I want to get back for a full hour soon. I know I'm jumping in a lot here because I have a lot of points I want to make. What do you expect them to do next? They're trying to frame it that if Trump doesn't do whatever the Democrats say, uh, he's bad, and they want to keep a shutdown for 18 months. I mean, I think that's not a prescription. That's a guaranteed for mass depression.
1: I I think that we have to realize that this is different in different parts of the world and that it requires a different response in different parts of the world. So it looks as if the worst place right now in the United States is New York City. And that's what led me to wonder, well, maybe there was a counterattack on New York City. Uh, maybe that's what explains the fact, or maybe it's just because the population is so dense or whatever. But the situation in Indiana is not the same. And so why we have to have a general lockdown across the country when we don't have those certain circumstances, it's just not clear to me. And it, 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 it's it's what what we're seeing now is places like Italy, for example, which has the a, a draconian quarantine where everybody's inside and that and they've got the highest mortality rate as uh, as of now. The, the, we, the, the problem here is you may be causing the problem yourself. And I think the best way to get historical perspective on this is to look at what happened with the AIDS crisis. Remember, AIDS? Remember, everybody's gonna die of AIDS after, well, no, it was a homosexual disease. But then, no, no, it became a virus when Margaret Heckler announced that in 1984. And as soon as she announced that it was a virus, well, then there had to be a cure for the virus. And then there was pressure on the politicians and they started prescribing AZT, which was chemotherapy. And guess what? That killed a lot of people. The reason Magic Johnson is alive today and Arthur Ashe isn't is because Arthur Ashe took the AZT. That's right. To the there.
0: Bi- I'm going to invite Dr. Jones, Michael E. Jones of culturewars.com to host a, one of the hours sometime this week or next week so we can you know get all those points out. But I, I'm just totally wound up about this. Here in Austin, they let 10 people in the stores at a time. They make you get in these long lines six feet apart. I see women you know, who've been jogging like 10 feet apart. Meanwhile, the borders open. Meanwhile, the planes are flying around. It's all mind control to teach you that government is your savior with the big corporations. But you were getting into the HIV crisis. I remember my dad, uh, who's a chemist and also in, in the medical field as a dentist and an oral surgeon, but he had a lot of you know, uh, friends in other medical areas in the 80s saying, don't worry. It's people that use methamphetamine and a bunch of drugs, have a bunch of uh, sex partners they're, they're dying of methamphetamine. That's what the doctors know. And then they're just taking common viruses and saying that it's a disease to make a big fundraiser out of it. Uh, but that there have been some bioweapons that were tested in Africa, uh, but, but then those viruses themselves mutate and are harmless. Well, now Iceland's reporting there are 40 strains of this particular coronavirus now that most of them have drifted off and are harmless. And so, again, there are these type of viruses every year. In closing... Uh, I wanted to just get your take on where you think all this is going and your message to Trump.
1: There there has never been a time when God has not been in charge of human history. And there have been never been a time when the oligarchs have had more control over our lives. And so it may be that, that the real message of the coronavirus is that it takes God's hand to break the hold of their hand over all of us. So I don't. I think we should be optimistic here. Everything is in God's hands. Logos is rising, and that's good news.
0: Finishing up your point about Arthur Ashe versus Magic Johnson. Everybody knows now that AIDS doesn't really kill you, and everybody knows it's the ACT. My dad said that back in the eighties. That's right. That's right.
1: I was. I went, Gave a talk in uh, Nairobi. 15 years ago, said that African AIDS was a complete fabrication and nobody had to worry about it. And It was scandalous. I gave it to hospitals. They were pulling their hair out. I went back uh, last year. That was 15 years later. I'm in the same room at the Catholic University of East Africa. And I said to them, how many people here are worried about dying of AIDS? Well, you know what? Not one person raised his hand. They were killing them with the AIDS drugs. Draw over. Back in back in Nairobi in 2002, when I was there, they were they they had cool in the gang telling you you're going to die if you don't use a condom. It was all social engineering. And I think we need to keep that in mind to have some proper perspective now.
0: Well, they even came out. They used it to get people to not have children. Exactly. It was birth
1: control. It was a birth control campaign for Africa because Bill Gates and the Rockefellers don't want Africans to have more children. It was that simple, but it had to be disguised as a medical catastrophe, a medical emergency. And I think, as I said, we need to keep this in mind
0: to have the proper perspective. And in 60 seconds, you'll be back soon. I appreciate you. This is to get rid of cash, bring in an electronic surveillance system, be able to lock people down whenever they want and set the president for forced inoculations. It's to get
1: allow them to impose an agenda on us that they couldn't impose otherwise. Rahm Emanuel always has the last word here, never let a crisis go to waste. That's the operating standard, the operating system that's in place right now.
0: Culturewars.com, and people can find your newest video uh, that's excellent there. I actually watched it this morning, but I, uh, I forget the name. What's the name of that video?
1: It's the Coronavirus and the Culture Wars.
0: Coronavirus and the culture wars. There it is on your site, culturewars.com. All right, Dr. Jones, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. All right. I invited him to host uh, some tomorrow. If he can do it, we'll see. Uh, Look, I'm not announced this yet, but I'm going to announce it soon. We're going to start a special live show five nights a week next week, commercial-free, that'll be on the radio and TV satellites. When I say commercial-free, that means we won't have our network ads. We're gonna run the ads for radio stations to TV stations that are local ads. So instead of 14 minutes of ads, uh, you'll have about seven minutes of ads. Uh, So when I say commercial free, we're gonna skip our breaks